BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She, too, likes to wear a bandana when we go out for (laughs) Halloween, and she's dressed up as Prison Mike. (laughs) It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Don't drop the soap. (laughs) Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. (laughs) Don't drop the soap. Speaking of that, I was looking for the bandana today because... I had a headache, no. so I was trying to tie an ice pack to my hat. It it worked. I found a different bandana. MacGyver over here. I found a different one, the one we bought at Walgreens we have a, in Tennessee. We have a concerning number of bandanas. Well, it's because when we hike, we are hikers unless we already told you, it was easier to have a bandana. You can like pull it up and down during like the deep COVID. Yeah. So we bought a bunch of bandanas at Walgreens in Tennessee mm-hmm. and we used it instead of a face mask. Yeah, I'm sure those bandanas were covered in COVID in, in Walgreens, Walgreens, Tennessee. <laughs> Remember yeah. we like sanitized them. It was better we than, did? yeah, it was better than uh, pulling up a face mask while you're hiking. Oh, that's true. I, yeah, I did forget that you were wearing a bandana today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was wearing a bandana and I used one of our COVID bandanas mm-hmm. to hold my ass back. Look at you. Oh but my head. <laughs> that is not what I was reminded of during this episode. I was reminded of your Halloween costume, which oh. I think a lot of our listeners, a lot of our friends who listen saw. I mean, our Halloween costume was the bomb. Like John and I, and you guys saw it because we did, we went live. Yeah. <laughs> we cracked ourselves up so much you while cracked, putting the costumes on. You cracked me up. You look, <laughs> you look like me at my bar mitzvah. <laughs> Wearing that oversized, <laughs> ill-fitting blazer. I showed it to my boss and she like died laughing. She yeah. could not stop laughing. Yeah. That was, a, that was a look for sure. It was amazing. My only regret is that we didn't go out like that. We didn't go trick-or-treat. Yeah. It's <laughs> actually probably the only good thing about that costume was that we did not go out because <laughs> that was a sight. It was an absolute I sight. I think it was fabulous. We're going to bring it back one day. Yeah. Unfortunately, Mike and Jimena were not going out for Halloween, and neither was Ben. Although Ben looked like he was wearing a Halloween costume this episode, <laughs> too. That's how these people dress. We'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there for sure. Guys, before we go any further, we got we to gotta do it. We got to do our housekeeping. We are contractually obligated to do the housekeeping. 
Yeah, by the fake contract that John <laughs> put together I'm, for ourselves. I made Theresa sign a couple contracts mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, this podcast. In your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and one of those stipulations is we have to ask a couple of things. First and foremost, please follow us on social media. If you guys aren't following us, what are you doing? We are on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Good time is always being had over there. You message us. We message you. We have some conversations. We love talking to you. We post memes. Once you in a do. while, we post some memes, and we love when you like them. We share news. We let you know. You know, we uh, had a little bit of a delay, as you guys heard. If we, if you listen to the Mavs podcast, we had a little bit of delay, and that's where we post the news. Hey, we're going to be posting an episode a day late. That's where you'll find out. Yeah, so please follow us, even if you don't like memes. Yeah, there's yeah. M- much more going on. News, than- and you can chat with us, and we always try to get back to you guys within 24 hours, like like an email response. Yeah, we have a, <laughs> we have a couple messages sitting in the inbox. No, right we, now. Will, we, we will, we will, and we are usually very good about it. But as unless you didn't listen to the mass podcast, I was a little out of it on Friday. I had mm-hmm. a medical procedure, nothing crazy, just. You know, what do you call it? Just a standard thing. Yeah, yeah. But they put me under anesthesia and I still feel high. Right now? Well, I'm, I feel much better, but oh. I mixed it up with Benadryl and it really... And whiskey and beer. It really screwed me up for several days. So that's on me. Yep. <laughs> that's totally on me. So my apology. But yeah, I finally, I feel like I snapped out of it. Um, I didn't expect that. <laughs> but <laughs> I yeah. should have been a better husband and been like, maybe we shouldn't drink tonight. But I don't think it was. The, I mean, I had a beard that night. I think it was fine. I think it was me having bad allergies. And instead of going to Walgreens or CVS and buying something less strong like Zyrtec, I popped two Benadryls yeah. and I just I basically I couldn't move. It was wild. All right. So well, that was on me, guys. But we're back. OK, so that is Instagram at Married to Reality Pod for all the updates. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. If it's Apple, if it's Spotify, it's so easy to follow. You look down and you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Usman's surprise Wee! song. Wee! Let, me, let me correct this. The song wasn't that hot, but the setup was pretty hot. The overall experience was hotter than I expected. Oh, yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed with our soldier boy. I did not see that coming. But he he pulled through. We'll talk about it when we get to the segment. We sure will, because I have some things to say. Oh, I'm sure you do. Okay. (laughs) So you're following the Instagram. You're following the podcast. One last thing. If you haven't left a review, it would mean everything to us. If you could do it, let us know what you're thinking. Let us know how you feel about the pod. It helps us. It helps the podcast grow. So please, if you haven't left a rating or a review, if you could do it, we would be so grateful. Yes, we love the reviews, guys. Speaking of reviews, I got one. have one? one? I have a review I would love to. Yes, I love the reviews. Sometimes, I was just going to tell you, I don't know if you know this, since you started reading the reviews on the show, I stopped reading them myself because this way it always brings me this feeling of happiness when I hear it from you out loud. That's good, yeah. I'm always very excited. Yeah, and I get to see an authentic reaction. To, mm-hmm. to the review. Okay, let me read one. This comes to us from our friend Rivertime09. Oh, hello, Rivertime09. Rivertime. They give five stars. Love it. Titled New Favorite. Love it even more. Okay. 
I love the two of you. Your podcast is my new favorite, and I listen even when you're recapping a show I don't or can't watch. Aw. Some streaming services don't offer the current season of shows. Sadly, Married at First Sight is one of these. No worries. I just love listening to you. That makes me happy and sad a little that you cannot follow along. I know, because this is a good season of maths, I think. It is, but it makes me even more happy that... You just love listening to us. Yeah. And let me let me see if I can help you out here, River Time. I'm pretty sure you can watch MAFs on Amazon Prime. I think you have to pay for either the episode or the season, and maybe it's a little too late in the season for you to want to invest, but 20 bucks or so, and I think you can buy the season. So mm. maybe next season, if you're interested, at the start of the season, you pay 20 bucks. And then and you can just, get a whole season at once. No, every week it'll oh, be I think oh, delivered okay. to your account. Or I think if you want to jump in now, you can buy episode by episode. But we're what we're deep in the season. Yeah, already. I just, think we're almost almost at the end. Keep Close listening. To the end. Keep listening yeah. to us for every time. I like to believe, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, that we always try our best to really tell you what's going on in the episode so even if you don't watch it you can still follow along yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's always that delicate dance of how much detail do we want to go into on the episode versus giving our thoughts yeah. on what we saw but you kind of got to set up the scene paint yeah, the picture sure. and then but uh, yeah i'm so happy you can listen to us river time since you don't have access to the season for sure and i almost look at it that when I like to listen, besides me listening to oh, some other 90-day podcasts, etc., I also like crime podcasts. Oh, yeah. And what helps me to follow the stories along, because I just listen to the stories. I sometimes just Google to know what the people look like, if I can find any information. The criminals so can, or the hosts? Oh, uh, the criminals. Okay. So I can paint a picture in my head. Sure. Does it make sense? Absolutely. So I feel like if you just like go to Instagram or social media and kind of look up of what the cast looks mm. like, hopefully we can help you paint the overall photos, but you can picture it in your head. That's a really good point because they are real characters. Mark the Shark is a real character and he's, he's not a <laughs> shark. He doesn't look like a shark. He kind of looks like a shark, but... He looks like, is there a shark with like really large eyes? Yeah. I think great whites have those really? big eyes on the side, but yeah. My point was sometimes when I read a book, not bragging, sometimes when I read a book, a fictional story, I create a character in my head. Oh, yeah. And it would ruin it for me if I saw someone else's interpretation of it, mm -hmm. if it goes to film or something. These are real people. So it's probably helpful to see what they look like. Yeah. I think that's that's a great tip, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa's Tips. New segment called Teresa's <laughs> Tips. Check it out. Well, yeah. it works for me. I always like to picture something in my head. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is the housekeeping. Before we get into the episode, what about a little 90 day, by the way? Let's do it. Number one, I think you may know, Teresa, and maybe a lot of our listeners will know. It. It's a story that's been making waves through the 90 day If it's world. making waves, we'll probably know, but you give us all the deets. All right. So Ben of Ben and Mahogany, he may be having young girls drive him around for the foreseeable future. <laughs> okay. So there's been some conflicting reports as to why Ben was recently arrested. Okay. But I think I've gotten to the bottom of it. The first story that broke was Ben's charged with the DUI. Yes, that was the first story. That's what I saw on TMZ. That's the first story. Yes, it made its way to TMZ. So Ben, congrats. You've made it 
as a yeah. reality TV star, <laughs> I'll say not for most positive of reasons, but you've made it. Here's what I was able to kind of get to the bottom of. And I did my research and I think this is the true story. Okay. Back in 2020, Ben was booked for operating a vehicle under the influence. An OUI, similar to a DUI, but slightly different. Don't ask me the difference. I was I'm, about to. I'm not an attorney. <laughs> I'm not a cop. I'm not a drunk driver. So don't ask me the difference. But he was booked for an OUI as well as operating a vehicle on a suspended license. Oh, so, Ben. Two strikes, Was ben. that God's plan? Was that God's was plan? Was that God's plan? Two strikes. I mean, I hope not. Otherwise, God's does, God doesn't have he's a good plan. a bad influence. Yeah. Ba- God is a bad influence? If he's planning on you to go yeah, drive for sure. drunk on a suspended license. I doubt it. I think it's just Ben does not, I he does he, not follow God's plan. Not, maybe he decided to follow God's plan more closely after this running with the law mm, because what happened was he was sentenced to 18 months probation. Ooh. Okay. Now, when you're on probation, you got to check in. You got to do some check-ins. So along probation the way. means that you are not in prison. You just need to check in and stay out of trouble. There, yeah, exactly. There's some things you can and cannot yeah. do, but you're out on probation. So he had to check in. He had a violation hearing set for February, so a month ago, and he skipped it. He missed it. Oh. And that's the reason he was just picked up this past Interesting. week. So it so wasn't, he wasn't DUI. He was not picked up for another DUI. He was picked up for a violation of a hearing in relation to his OUI. Interesting. So wait, if we are on a probation, you can travel, I assume. Again, it depends probably on each probation stipulation. Gotcha. Gotcha. He, he, I would imagine, was allowed to travel. Otherwise, it'd be pretty dumb to go to another country on with TV a, with a camera yeah. following you. <laughs> Although maybe that's part of the probation. His camera's got to follow you. We got to mm. see what you're up to, Ben. We got to keep an eye on you. And this is the best way we know Interesting. how. So now he's set to appear in court March 21st. Okay. It's coming up. It's It it's, could be today, depending on when you're listening to it's it. It's my could best be, friend's birthday. It could be yesterday, depending on when you're listening to this. But Ben, show up. Okay. Please show up this time. And let's see what happens. Let's, all I'll say is 90 dayers, not the best role models, not a lot of, Definitely not, not a lot of role models to look to on this television show, Definitely which not. is it's a sad situation considering this is the learning channel. I think we're <laughs> learning what not to do. It, I'm going to say that it just has the name. The learn it, the, and again, it's not even the learning channel anymore. It's sort of how MTV was music television. Mm-hmm. Now it's just MTV. Because yeah. like we, we show a lot more than just music. We're not learning anything. We just go TLC. I mean, now. we are learning. but We're learning what not to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Discovery Plus is more of a learning channel. Ooh, there's so much television, so oh. much programming, so much beauty. I love Discovery Plus. I feel like you wanted to name drop a program. That I did. My pack life. My pack life. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Let's not it's, talk about Guys, that. if you love animals, watch My Pack Life because <sighs> it's going to fill your heart. You do need to balance trash like 90 day with beauty mm-hmm. and love like My Pack Life. Yeah. My Pack Life is about this dude rescuing animals and it's just beautiful. All sorts of animals. All sorts he doesn't of, discriminate. Guys, guys, it's not an ad or anything. We're not going to cover it because it's just too beautiful. Yeah. But... <laughs> If you feel like you're too overwhelmed with all these 
crazy people and trash TV, watch my pack life. It's yeah. just going to bring so much beauty into your life. Yeah, I don't think any of the alpacas or rams are getting DUIs on that no, show. No, all, all the dogs. All the dogs. Mm. All right. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> by the way, number two, Larissa has a new career. What? Mm-hmm. Well, tell me more because I do not know this one. Okay. According to Screen Rant, she's been training for a job at a medical spa in Vegas. Okay. The spa's name, the med spa's name, Snatched LV. Snatched. Snatched. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, wait, wait, wait. I guess she got her papers at some no, point. Still no. Because I was reading on that too. I think it may have been in August. She updated people and said, I still don't have my green card. I'm waiting. There's a lot of back and forth because of the criminal charges against her. Yeah, I mean, whatnot. honestly, everything takes time nowadays. Especially with COVID. With the immigration and COVID, yeah, and we know it. I don't want to, you know, discuss our case, but it's definitely taking longer than normally yeah. because of COVID. So if you have criminal charges involved, I'm not surprised. But she must have her OPT. She must have something. Yeah, otherwise she would not be able to work. She posted the other day on an Instagram story that she's doing teeth whitening at Snatched. Like she is going to be doing it? She's doing it. She's got openings. She posted, hey, I got openings on Tuesday or whatever at 1 and 3. Come get your teeth whitened. And that's just the start. She's also training to become a contouring technician. Mm, okay. Okay. So... I like this for her. I think this is good. It's sort of like how some police officers, they have to get tased in training before they're allowed to tase people. Oh, really? Some do, yeah. They have to take the tase Mm. before they can either train how to use a taser or go out and use it on the field. It depends. But a lot of them get tased. This is good. You should need the procedures done on you before you can go do them on somebody else. I'm just not sure if I would want Larissa to whiten my teeth. And I've done it recently. At my dentist office. And it's painful, but I was trusting that... It's painful? It, it hurts. Oh. It hurts. It, it, it more hurts afterwards because they basically bleach your teeth. Yeah. That's why I would want someone who knows what they're doing. Oh, for because sure. Because you, you don't want them to bleach your gums. She went and she got trained. That's the whole thing. She's not just someone off the street. Well, I didn't know. I thought you have to work at the dentist office to do that. That's no, my thing. Or a med spa. Oh, interesting. I yeah. didn't know. I go to a med spa, but they don't offer a teeth You go to a I med think. spa? Yeah, for my hydrofacial. Oh, <laughs> I'm learning so much about you. <laughs> I just went recently. I told you about it. Uh, I completely I forgot. I have very dry skin, guys. I completely forgot. I know. You're covered in Vaseline right now. I, I really actually <laughs> am. But yeah, but they don't offer teeth whitening. They offer everything else. But Interesting. Yeah. No, I like the idea of Lisa doing this. I oh, feel for like sure. That's, she, she's yeah. got experience in That's it. Good. She's done it all herself. I mean, her body is almost like a menu. She could walk it in really and is. you just point to what you want. <laughs> like, I want that. And then she'll do it for you. Yeah, and I, I see her doing that. And if she still does, which I'm sure she is, being on unfiltered or OnlyFans, mm-hmm. no one's going to not judge you, but that's a career you can work at a med spa and you can still do your own thing because you're just showing off your body. You don't you're work with kids. The, you're showing off the hard work yeah. that you, you put yeah. into that body. There are not kids involved, and that's basically all I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right. That is, by the way, 
That was good. Couple, I had no idea. How did you find this one out? A couple hot stories. How did you find you it out? You know I do my research. I know, but did you see it on social media? Um, Because no. I do follow Larissa kind of closely. No, I subscribe to all sorts of trash magazines and <laughs> Google <laughs> alerts and all sorts of things you don't need to be bothered with. I'll let you know when a good one comes in. All right. I'll like all it. All right. I'm doing the dig and I'm doing the hard work for all of us here so that you don't have to sift through this trash pile. I love it. I come with the, what I think are newsworthy stories. <laughs> all right. I mean, who cares about CNN guys? Just da- just <laughs> listen to us. We'll give you all the, all the hot stories. Yes. All right. Let's get into the actual episode here. Sunday night, 90 day fiance before the 90 days. What, what a lovely episode. That's one way to put it. I mean, lovely in the sense that there was there was a lot of love in this episode. There was a lot of love, yes. More than I expected for a 90-day fiancé But episode. there was also some craziness and some the sadness. opposite of love. Some sadness. Yes. Let's start with a, a love story. Let's talk we? about Gino and Jasmine. So, <sighs> Jasmine was overdressed for this fight, I would say. I, I prefer her to fight in in her bikini. <laughs> and she was a little overdressed for my taste All anyway, right. in this fight. Because you guys, you saw, we're picking up where we left off with the legal land argument. I went back and I double checked. <laughs> I told you what she was like. Legal, legal land. You went to legal land with that slut. <laughs> you didn't tell me about legal land. Yes. Like six years ago, I literally have no idea what I did six years. Although six years ago, I was with you already. Yeah, but you don't know what you did on March 19th. I actually do. We went to Chicago. All right. Well, you don't know <laughs> what you did on February 17th. Okay. So it's the legal land fight. We're back at it. Jasmine's alone at the hotel. She hasn't spoken with Gino in hours. She feels like. Gino deserves a little wrath of Jasmine. She wants him to suffer too. Yeah, but she wants him to show that he's sorry for sending the nudes. And I kind of get it because he apologized, but his apologies are just like, oh yeah, I'm so, I'm sorry about that. Like, oh yeah. A half-ass apology. I can whip it out to just say, oh, I'm sorry about that. That's an apology that you kind of mean or you, I don't know, for something this big. There should be a sincere apology. Right. And it's sort of a twofold apology that Jasmine wants. Jasmine wants the apology for the nudes and she wants the apology because she feels like Gino's been lying. She didn't get the full story about legal land. <laughs> so I think that's, it's those two things. Yeah. I wish Gino basically said what you said on the previous episode, like legal land is near all the parks in Orlando so him going to Disneyland, I mean, he might as well, well go no. to Legoland. So here's the thing, because then I saw everyone starting to post about it on social media. There is, and I'm going to start calling it by its proper name now. There's a Legoland. <laughs> there's a Legoland in California. There is nothing in Florida? There is. Oh. No, there's, just like there's a, there's Disney. Disneyland in California. Okay. There's Disney World in Florida. Mm-hmm. There's Legoland in California and Legoland in Florida. So who knows which one he went to, but it it could have very well been the same trip. And that's my point. I mean, I would hope that he's not going to go all the way to Florida to see Disney World and then fly to California to see Legoland. Right. 
Right. Who knows? It's Gino. I don't <laughs> think he's the, the best planner, but that's what this argument's about. Jasmine goes out and finds Gino. He's standing alone outside. He understands why she's upset, but he feels like I keep getting attacked over and over and over again. It's wearing on me. Enough is enough. And this is just such a toxic, volatile relationship. I can't believe we got to where we got to at the end of the segment, not to rush there. But Jasmine's like, oh, I wanted you to suffer the same way I suffered. Mm. That's terrible. It is. So unhealthy. Very unhealthy. But this whole relationship is unhealthy because they both have their own issues. And oh, yeah. for some reason, they are still together, at least as far as we know, this episode. But Jasmine seems very sincere about Gino. I know. That's very sincere. And I almost felt like, wow, like I don't think I've ever seen her this sincere when it comes to Gino and the relationship. They were real tears. Yeah. I felt emotion in myself. I felt emotion watching them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way. I don't think those were crocodile tears. I don't think no. she was acting. I thought, wow, this is a woman who's in love, feels hurt, and doesn't know what to do. She says, it's so sad because we used to not be able to be together. And for months we would talk about, oh, don't worry, one day we will. We'll be with each other. You told me you'd be there for me always. And to see this now, you're like, wow, okay, they do have love for each other. Oh, yeah. And not to, we know that Jasmine can be a little crazy, but not to give her all what's wrong with the relationship. Like Gino sending her nudes yeah. was just dumb. Oh, yeah. So dumb that I don't feel bad for him. And when she loses her cool, right? So... I'm happy they're like figuring things out. They're like talking and Jasmine still wants to have faith in him, getting very emotional and she doesn't want to give up on the relationship. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they figure out better communication instead of whatever is happening now, because I know there are a lot of relationships that do this. They have their good times and then the next day it's bad, then it's good then it's bad, but that's no way to live your life. You got to figure it out, communicate mm-hmm. and put the past in the past because a lot of these arguments are old arguments. It's yeah. not even thing that's happening now. It's you didn't tell me about legal land a year ago or when it's like just move on from that. Well, and I think that's an issue, not just for Gino and Jasmine, for a lot of people. Some people cannot let the past go. Or some, some people, people live in the past and it's it's sad, but it's. If something happened in the past, they have a hard time moving on from that. Right. Some people can't accept that other people had a past. Oh, yeah. Right? Some people can't accept, oh, my God, you dated before me? Of course, you're you're 50 years old. Yeah, you're 40 years say. old. It's like, accept that people had a past. Forget about it. Mm-hmm. Okay? It shouldn't affect you no. now. And, and move on. And look forward to the future. And, and I think that's the best way to keep moving. Yeah. The only reason why I'm going to say that as crazy as Jasmine gets over the past, Gino does still talk to his ex. 
I know. But he still brings the past into the present and I would be annoyed by that too. That's a very good point. Like if I found out that you're talking to your ex, I would be mad because I would be like, why? Like yeah. you guys broke up for a reason. You're with me now. Why do you have the need to talk to your ex and let's say flex with my photos, right? Why? Yeah. It's unacceptable no matter what, but I would love to see the timestamps of when he sent it. Was it the first month he was talking to Jasmine mm. and he was kind of still talking to his ex and trying to show his ex he moved on? Or was it a week or two ago? Because neither are acceptable, but one is more understandable. I guess. Yeah. I feel like the only time I can understand, and this is just me speaking, guys, when you still communicate with your ex is when you have kids. 100%. Because you need to, right? And hopefully you can have a good relationship for the kid's sake. But if single Gino still talks to his ex, that's, I mean, why? Yeah, yeah. Jasmine says, I love him from bald head to toe. (laughs) I love that. I love that she said it. She goes, we're creepy sometimes, but I also know the sweet, intelligent version of Gino. She was crying this whole time. Full tears. Very emotional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she goes, let's start fresh. Let's start new. And even Gino, when he's giving his interview to the producers, he's like cry burping. Mm -hmm. It was was very um, disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) I was saying he's like, (laughs) I'm happy to get another (laughs) chance. Uh, (laughs) I I love her. I'm so happy. Yeah. And it, it it was for some reason... I did not expect that level of emotion. No, but Jasmine forgives him for the nudes. And she was like, it was stupid, babe. And he's like, I know. Sorry about that. <laughs> like, dude, at least say, I know. I'm so sorry. It will never happen. Have a little more sincere yeah. apology. Not just like, I know. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. He's like so nonchalant. But yeah, he did show his emotions. He was crying. And burping. He's an ugly crier. Yeah. He was like, I'm so happy she gave me a chance. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, they did go through some crazy shit. She is a little crazy. He has his own issues. But I, for whatever reason, I'm going to say it finally because I didn't think they are good for each other until now. Good, like good, like they can be together. Does it make sense? Like, they're uh, probably not perfect for each other, but I can see them together. Yeah. Because I feel like they are people who do need some craziness in their lives. Right. Like, there's Misery Loves Company, Crazy Loves Company, yeah. too, probably. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like they are. Gino will never get anyone as hot as Jasmine, right? And no. For Jasmine, Gino does everything she wants. Evidence and she and needs that. He can deal with her crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, I honestly, at the beginning, I was like, there is no freaking way these people can be together. And I did think that until very recently. He can deal with her crazy, but he's also the cause of her crazy. Yeah, that's true. So she may be able to find someone who doesn't send her nudes to other people. But yeah, she's a little crazy about things she should not be like, oh, you didn't tell me about legal land from... 12 years True. ago. But I feel like the fact that Gino actually lost his shit too kind of showed her that he's a real person too. Yeah, he made his mistakes, but he's not going to be there for her all the time if she's not going to keep her crazy under control. 
the fact that he goes like, you know what, I'm done, and he walked away. She was sitting there. She's like, um, I mean, yeah, like he did some crazy things, but I feel bad that he's hurt now, and I don't want this to end. Yeah, I don't know if that was it was kind of an empty threat. He said he's done, but he was still there and willing to take her back. Of course, but I'm saying like just the fact that he did it, almost like showed her that he has a little power, a, a little tiny power. Maybe. That she can squish him with her, her foot immediately. Maybe. But it was it was good. Come on. Okay. Next day, five <laughs> days until Gino leaves. They're on the road. They're driving into nature. And Gino's admiring all the local birds. Mm-hmm. He loves those <laughs> local chickens. And they arrive at a hot spring. Now, this is a hot spring. Okay. Not that public pool that Mike and Jimena went to. I mean, it was a fake pool, too. But at least it was private. Well, yeah, maybe it wasn't as famous or as um, touristy. Uh, yeah, it wasn't as exposed. There yeah. wasn't 12-year-olds doing belly flops into it, <laughs> right? This is, this would have been my smash it like it's hot. Oh, you see? That's spring. a good one. That's I thought a good this, one. I thought this was nice. That's a good one. Of course Gino swims with his hat on, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I think he sleeps with a hat on. I think he has a sleep hat. He's got a, yeah, he's got the sleeping cap with the little sure. pom-pom at the end of it. I said I do have that too. I know you do. I know. But <laughs> it, it was, it was a nice moment. Um, you saw them connect. You saw it was, mm-hmm. a, it was lovey-dovey. It was nice. We did, although he sleep, he swims with the hat on, we did catch a glimpse of that head mm-hmm. when, when he put his shirt on. And again, he looks much better with a bald head, I have to say. Yeah, just shave the back. Oh my gosh, yeah. Just let it go. And otherwise, it was fine. It yeah, was put an- some Vaseline on it to make it a little shiny. Oh, boy. What? Yeah. But anything <laughs> else to say about this? They swam. It was No, that's it. They nice. swam. And then we go to later that day, back in the hotel. It's raining over the mountains. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Very romantic. They're walking in the rain with an umbrella. And Gino's taking beautiful photos of Jasmine. Mm-hmm. She's like, all these beautiful mountains. Can I take a picture of you? I like that because I think he knew what he was about yeah, to do. Yeah, it was a setup. Yeah, and it he, was a setup. Well, that and he was like, let me get a photo of you right before oh. I propose. This is, this is the last moment. You are a single woman. Oh, I'm glad you didn't take a photo of me before you proposed because I was holding a beer and beef jerky Mm -hmm. and I was really dirty from us moving. It's very true to who (laughs) you are, though. (laughs) But yeah, he takes a photo of her and as Jasmine's looking at the mountains, he, he gets behind her on one knee and he launches into his little spiel. He's like... Ever since I met you on March 8th. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I met you on March 8th at 7.52 a.m. It was a cold Tuesday. There was a slight breeze from the southeast. Yeah, he's like, we had such an amazing connection together. Ever since that day, March 8th, I want to remind you, you make me feel very loved. I never felt so loved before. Like, you love me and you make me the happiest man. So, Jasmine, will you marry me? She's like, Gino. And then we had this little pause that went yeah. to a different couple. But when we came back, she was like, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he puts the ring on her finger. She looks at it. She doesn't say anything about mm-hmm. it at first until Gino asks. And then she's like, it's a beautiful ring. I love it. And I, I like it. 
but my fingers, they're kind of skinny. So this is, this band's kind of big. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I, I'm like thinking, oh, he should have invest he should have invested those extra like five hundred dollars to get her the nice sort of ring well yeah because she goes is uh, i don't know if there's a diamond or not no it's not <sighs> but it's okay like he she knows his situation yeah she knows that he's unemployed and he's spending all these money on the trip yeah i would rather someone be responsible and buy what you can afford. Yeah. Then him whip out a $10,000 ring. Yeah. And her go, where did you get this money? For sure. And maybe once he starts working again, he could upgrade it can eventually. You can always upgrade it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love when she goes, this, this ring screams Gino. That's why I love mm-hmm. it. As, I ha- long, as long as it doesn't laugh Gino. That's all I'm going to say. That's it can true. scream Gino. Just don't laugh Gino. <laughs> I have a theory. You ready? Sure. Right after she said yes, they did these little testimonials, and Gino said, we got married. Yeah. Uh, I actually, mean, we're propose. engaged. I propose. I propose, yeah. I feel like, did they get married so he can bring her into mm. the States? Or uh, is he just confused? I think he's confused. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I, yeah, I think he's confused. I get what you're saying. But when would they have, when would they have gotten married? I don't know. Married? I don't know. I guess they could have run off and eloped, but... I don't know. But I expect them on one of the 90-day DOGs. Oh, yeah. And I'm here for that. Yeah. I would love to see... Jasmine in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Like, if you lived in Florida, I would say that she's going to be just fine, right? Sure. But Jasmine in Michigan. Yeah. Eating frozen... Stone-cold Michigan. TV dinners. Oh, my gosh. Snow most of the year. Yeah, I don't see that happening. No. But... Let's let's wait and find out. Oh, I would love to see I that. I'd love to see it. All right. So yeah, they just have some cocktails, they cheers the engagement, and and that is that. And it was surprisingly lovely. And now that's why I feel that oh, I mean, we know it's ending. Wait. I do we have a tell all? No, we have no, one more app. There's at least one more. The previews were a yeah, normal. Yeah. They didn't say on the season finale or anything. Yeah. But we definitely have another episode. And, and then it you're could right, go one right. more episode in a tell-all or it could go right to the tell-all after this next I episode. I wonder if we see Jasmine and Gino again. Oh, I or think we do. Or if this is the end. No, I think we do. Maybe he's le- he's going to leave. So. I thought there was, I thought they were in the previews, but I never take notes for the previews. I oh, really should. Neither. I really should. Um, but I think. I think we must see them again. I feel like the previews, all I can remember is just Mike cursing yeah. at Himera in English and in Spanish. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's move on to our next couple. Kimberly and Usman, a.k.a. Soja Boy. Yes. And also <laughs> Slam T and Badmas, who I completely forgot. Yeah, I thought they went back home. <laughs> yeah, what, what have they been doing for the past several episodes? Playing PlayStation. I think they're just playing video games. They probably snuck because they gave it back to Kimberly. So they probably snuck oh, in yeah. <laughs> and took it back. You know, like We have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to play this. Um, yeah. So now they're with Soldier Boy, who is filling them in on how Kimberly got a little upset when she learned more about this Zara song. That this song is not about all the Zaras out there. It's actually about a particular Zara whose soldier boy was in a relationship Yeah, with. and Badmus, Badmus? Badmus. Badmus. Yep. He thinks that it was very disrespectful that Kim poured water at him because, 
what if there were, there were cameras? What if someone caught in on a camera? Your your fame would be over. What if, yeah, like, what if there's over. what if there's like an entire camera crew filming <laughs> filming you when when that happened? Oh my would, gosh! I actually uh, think, I mean, we know this is on television and on one of the most popular shows, so that's ridiculous. Literally. But those are the moments I think that if it was caught on cell phone and posted on the internet, like that would make Soldier Boy because that would go viral. Yeah. And I think I don't think Bad misunderstands how how virality works <laughs> these days. Yeah. Also, I don't think he fully understands how popular the show is. Right. I don't know. Yeah. What does he what does he think those Maybe cameras? Maybe he thinks like a documentary. In a I mean, way. in a way it is. In but a way it is. He doesn't know that it's like the number one show on American TV. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, Soldier Boy tells Badmus and Slam T that Kimberly wants him to do something grand, something romantic to prove his love. Mm-hmm. But he's confused if he even wants to continue with the relationship. Yeah, and, they're and like, he oh. needs to make the decision. They're like, please don't. You, <laughs> you are not compatible with this old woman. He's like, you should, you should walk away. Yeah, but he he says, Kimberly gives me what everyone wants, which is loyalty and love. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's good that he recognizes that. True. Right. It's not just about looks. It's not a, just about age. It's, it's about something more. And I guess he tried a younger, good-looking woman from America. Zara. Zara. Yeah. And, I mean, he even wrote a song for her. And sure did. where is Zara now? Well, I don't know. That's true. We haven't really heard much about her. Well, Maybe I don't on the think tell-all. she wanted to, ha- wanted to do anything with him. Maybe on the tell-all we'll get a Zara Oh, cameo. that would be good. Right? That would be good. Yeah. So the Soldier Boy's like, well, I need some time to think. Let me figure it out. Mm-hmm. So we cut to three hours later. We see Kim packing her things in her room. And this segment went from zero to 150. So we started with Kim saying, being upset, saying, well, we were supposed to have one more day in Tanzania. I don't even want to spend one night here. Two minutes later. Oh, I think I think it's over. I know it's over. Two minutes later. Usman texts her to meet mm-hmm. her at the beach. And she literally went from being pissed, knowing that it's over, to being so happy so, that something's happening. So giggly. So oh my giddy, gosh. Right? Just, just imagining what the grand gesture could be. What? Wait, what could he have for? Maybe it's a closet full of new Soldier Boy t-shirts. Oh, my gosh. Am I getting a new wardrobe? Maybe, maybe a matching Kimberly necklace. What could he possibly have prepared for me? And then he texted her again saying, no. Right. So he's like, like, oh my gosh, Like, what is it going to be? Maybe he'll tell me to go to hell or maybe <laughs> it is a grand gesture. Right. I don't know. Yeah. And she literally went from, I know it's over. I don't even want to spend one extra night here. Which is ridiculous. You paid for it. Exactly. You tell Soldier Boy to kick rocks and you're going to enjoy your last <laughs> night by yourself. For like, sure. Have yourself some pina coladas. Go mm-hmm. hang out by the pool. Like That's why I was so confused. I was like, your, your vacation ends in a day. Yeah. Make the best of it. It's, yeah. You're going to spend more money on changing your flights. Or and, spend a night at the airport. Yeah, but to be like, no, I don't even want to spend a night here. I was like, all right, you're being, you're overreacting yeah. a little, Kimberly. Enjoy it while you can. But she gets the text she's been hoping for. Mm-hmm. And 
Usman wants to meet right now. So Kim walks down to where he says to go. And surprise, surprise, there's a very romantic table set up. Table for two. It's on the beach. Yeah, roses, white Surrounded by flowers. Champagne. Yeah, very romantic. But no soldier boy. She's like, what's going on? What's going on? No no soldier boy. (laughs) Kim sits down alone, has no idea what's going on or what's going to happen. And all of a sudden, you just hear like, soldier boy, tell him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and it's like a dollar store Bluetooth speaker connecting And then some music starts playing And out walks Soldier Boy Singing his hit new song It's like you say, you say Don't play no game I see you find girl from the internet, girl See you find girl from the internet, girl He probably wrote it that day He probably wrote it He's probably freestyling It was mm-hmm. as he was walking I mean Probably a song for all of the internet girls. Oh yeah, not just not just for the, it was probably a song for all of the internet girls. But he was singing it for Kimberly, and Soldier Boy goes, Queen Kimberly, I don't know what else I should do to make you believe I love you. I hope that I hope that five lyric song was convincing. <laughs> right? He couldn't even finish the song. It was no. basically half of a verse. No. That's all he got. I mean, she didn't give him a lot of time to do the grand gesture. That's very true. She was, she was heading to the airport. Oh, yeah. And he was like, wait, I have a song <laughs> for all the internet girls. And apparently that's all she ever wanted. She wanted a private Soulja Boy concert. Right. Before she came, she told Soulja Boy, like, oh, like my dream would be a private concert. And you're going to tell me you're not a super fan, Kimberly. All you want is a private concert. So she's loving it. She's like, it is convincing. I, I trust you. This proves you love me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then they cheers to sleeping in my room again. She's like, yeah, cheers to sleeping with me again. Uh, Ew. Yeah. Oh. She just wants the D. She wants that D. That's, that's what she <laughs> wants. Yeah. So the reality sets in that Kim has to leave soon. And Soldier Boy surprises me. When he says, I really think you should come to Nigeria and meet my oh, mom. Oh, yeah. Meet my mom. Wait. I don't think you said it too, but I don't remember exactly how it went, but I remember that BGL did meet his mom. I think so, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this is a big step introducing oh, yeah. to the family. And Kim is like, oh, my God, really? Really? Okay. All right. I think we should try it and see what happens. Yeah, she apologizes for cursing at him. Yeah, it was, it was, again, very surprising. This is the second big surprise. Oh, yeah. This episode, they big smooch, big old smooch, and seemingly things are good. Well, let's see how it's going to continue because an online relationship is always different than an in-person relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to part their ways after this huge fight when she found out that there's not multiple Zaras. It was one Zara. It's one Zara. So I'm curious to see how that's going to work out for them in the future. Yeah. Yeah. But as of now, things are good. Things are good. All right. Let's move on to our next couple. Hamza and Memphis. So, I mean, the celebration has already started. Yes. The wedding is not till tomorrow, but the celebration starts now. And what a celebration mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. The whole family, Hyatt and the whole family are at the apartment singing, dancing, 
It's a party. It sure is. And so we learned that in Tunisia, usually the wedding celebration takes five days. But because of this whole process and Memphis is limited time. <laughs> when you're on a three-week timeline, you can't exactly. spend one week partying. So they're going to fill it all into two days. Yes. Hopefully. So this is day one. This is day one. So the family is partying. Hamza, he's alone on the balcony being very pensive. He's just, he's alone with his thoughts. And Memphis, she's alone. She's at the hotel mm-hmm. where she went to think things through. Yeah. And it's all because, and it's all Memphis's fault. If she wanted a prenup, she should have done it back in Michigan. Mm. Right. And at least bring started it with the process. You. Yeah. Yeah. Have get on Zoom with Hamza, explain it way before. So yeah. this is all on her, right? Absolutely. So, so now she's thinking, and I get it, she wants to protect her kids. Totally understandable, right? But girlfriend, you should have done that a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, she never met this guy. And so thinking, oh, I'm going to get married, she get a prenup, do all this is crazy to begin with. Well, yeah, but it would be better to have the prenup ready to be signed, even if the wedding didn't happen, than now, I know. two days prior, she's but trying to get the prenup do you going. Know, you know how much shit we would give this woman for getting a prenup for a wedding with someone she's never even met yet? Again, I would rather her to have the paper and be sure. ready. Then now she's like freaking out and I feel bad. Everyone's like freaking celebrating and she's thinking <laughs> of not going through with this. Yeah. Yeah. We cut to Memphis in her hotel room. She's packing her things because she spent the night there, but now she's heading back and she reminds us that the lawyer told her it's too late for a prenup, but she can move forward with the wedding and do the postnum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's sort of where her mind's at now. Yeah. And like Ravia sent her a video of the celebration yes. and it makes it harder for her to think about not going through with it, right? Well, she realizes, oh my gosh, I have some love and support here. Yeah. So it's not just, oh, I don't want to cut this party short. That would be awkward. It's look at all these people happy yeah. to see me join the family. This is love. This is support. This is something I never had growing up. Yeah. It's hard to turn turn that away. Oh, it's yeah. Hard, it's hard I to understand. say no to that. And so she hops in a cab. She heads back to the apartment. And when she gets there, she gets out of the cab and she tells the camera guy, I I don't want to marry Hamza and have a family. Sorry, I do want to marry Hamza and have a family with him. But... I got to put my children first. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to go up and I'm going to tell him we need to push the wedding. And I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, she's going to ruin this whole thing. Yeah. Well, she get up there. Everyone's celebrating. Everyone's hugging Memphis, making crazy sounds like. Absolute banger. Yeah. Of a party. <laughs> and so Memphis went to the bathroom. She brushed her teeth, which I'm thinking like, why didn't you brush your teeth at a hotel? Yeah. But okay, she did all that. She just needed, she needed to get away, some have some time to herself. Yeah. But all of a sudden, we see, we see her being dressed into this white, what would you call it? Um, well, it was the traditional safsari. It was a yeah. traditional garb, traditional gown. Yeah, gown. And then she got this like coin face mask. Yes. 
And basically, she wanted to have this tough conversation with Hamza, but she's like, I can't. I can't do it now with the whole family here celebrating. Yeah. Like, like everyone's just like doing their own thing and she's yeah. in the middle. So she's just like rolling with it. Yeah. And when I say rolling, I mean riding on a carriage. A beautiful horse. Beautiful yeah. horse. A beautiful horse shows up. <laughs> she gets into this carriage being pulled down the street to a bathhouse because mm-hmm. we learn it's traditional to yeah. have a spa day. Before the wedding. And all the women follow her to the spa and she's loving it. She feels the love and they're putting another outfit on her. This bath outfit is what I call it. Yeah, it's a big to do. And you could see why someone would be hesitant to say, actually, guys, can we hold off on this for a second? I'm having second thoughts. So she's kind of just rolling with it and enjoying it too because again she feels part of this family she's feeling the love Mm -hmm. but also like i think the fact that they'll get married in tunisia that doesn't mean they're married in the u.s correct Correct. so even if she gets married hamza in tunisia she will need to make it legal in the u.s and then do all the post-nuptial things so she should take it a little easy right right well she says not getting a prenup, it's a big risk, but I'm willing to take it as long as Hamza signs the postnup. Mm. Okay. I was getting emotional during this segment too. Why? I don't know. Just seeing all the love for oh, Memphis. Okay. Like everyone celebrating her, everyone lifting her up and supporting her and the relationship for some reason. And I think the music had a big part to do with it. I have a feeling that I think she loves the family supported and all that more than she loves Hamza because we never see them being lovey-dovey. No, we you never don't see them having conversations. Right, you don't ever see them talking. Yeah. She talks to him like he's a child when she needs to poopy poop yeah. or boob, big boobies and sexy time and all that. But probably not like a child, but you know what I'm saying. I'm trying to understand, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how... You go back to your normal life, right? You go back to work. You have your kids. How is he going to fit in all that when you cannot have a normal conversation when you're basically on a vacation? No, it's a it's a really good point. She was coming back to the apartment to tell him, I don't think we should get yeah. married. And then she got swept up yeah. in this celebration and being accepted to this family. Yeah. And that's the reason she's going to go forward it, with it. That's literally what I was it, trying to say. It yeah. has nothing to do with her and Hamza's relationship. Yeah. It has everything to do with this family mm-hmm. and her being welcomed into this party. I feel like what they should do is to, and I guess it's too late now, but he should have come to the U.S. on the 90-day visa. Yeah. And then test it out because you're going to live in America, right? You're not going to move to Tunisia. But as you said, them getting married in Tunisia, it's... It's not legal in the States. No, you you have to make it legal. So they could get married in Tunisia. He could come on a spousal visa Mm -hmm. and then they would try it out. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's concerning because you were going there to tell him we're calling it off. Literally, she said it outside of the apartment. It's like, oh, I'm going to go and tell him that the wedding's off. And now she's saying, well, as long as he signs a post Mm number, it's going to be fine. So, cut back to the apartment. Hamza's getting a haircut in the living room. (laughs) And 
Memphis goes and calls her mom, Deborah, and she's filling her mom in on what she learned after talking to the lawyer, saying how well we can do the prenup, but we could do the postnup. And Deb's like, love your outfit, but no. Yeah, she's like, and I really hated this because what's wrong with you, mom? She said, you went on into the wedding, believe that it's going to be okay. Wow, this is just unbelievable. Where do we go from here? Mm-hmm. Like, are you saying that meeting someone is just like, oh, wow, unbelievable. Someone you're supposed to love is just unbelievable. Like, wait, what? Well, what do you mean? Well, that's what the mom said. She was just so surprised that she's going on with the wedding, even without the prenup. While yeah. she was explaining to her, we'll do the postnup. So it's not like she says, oh, no, it's just going to be fine. We're just going to YOLO this. No, she's just saying, hey, you know, I cannot do the prenup. It's too late. We'll do the postnup, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to marry Hamza. And the mom is just so like, oh, wow. I, I can't, unbelievable. I think mom is just surprised that they would get married after not knowing each other, regardless of post-nup, so? pre-nup. I mean, yes. the mom knew that she's going there to marry Hamza. Yeah, but 10 minutes ago, she was about to not marry Hamza. So well, there's always that change of plans. I'm not doing it. And I think now that it's down to the wire, mom's like, oh, wow, you're really doing this? Well, I, I feel like... It's Memphis's fault because the way she explains the prenup or the postnup to Hamza is wrong. She's basically saying, if we divorce, you get absolutely nothing. And I'm just, you know, the house is mine. Everything is mine, which is true. But depends, if, if what, she, it depends what it says in the prenup or the postnup. True, but I feel like if she just said, all I'm trying to do is to protect my kids because I don't want them to struggle like I did when I was a child. Mm. So I'm going to put my kids first. And I'm doing this not because I don't love you, I don't trust you. I'm doing this because I want to make sure that my kids are protected. Right. If she said this, well, he he would probably understand better. But she always says like, yeah, if we divorce, if you find someone else in America, you get nothing. Absolutely nothing. And th- that's just sad thinking of this before you even marry someone. 100%. But I think we should cut now to when Memphis goes and talks to Hamza. And, and Rabia. Rabia, because she does. She addresses both of it. She brings Rabia in to translate. Yeah. Which, okay, it's a, a good move. But again, if you guys can't have conversations mm-hmm. without a translator, maybe we should be pumping the brakes on this wedding. Yeah, maybe that's, take some English lessons. That's one of the many reasons. Or take lessons to speak in whatever language yeah. you decide to speak. And it doesn't I mean, have yeah, to be English. Sure. But learn a common language here. So they bring in Ravi to translate and Memphis says, okay, don't have time to get the prenup, but there is a postnup and we can sign that after the wedding. I just want to know if Hamza will agree to that. Mm-hmm. But again, she didn't explain it well. And now Hamza is saying, why is she thinking about a divorce already? Which I understand. Right, right. Well, it's because the only reason you would get a prenup or a postnup is because you're going to get divorced. True. So it doesn't matter. It's not necessarily the reason for the divorce. Oh, he's going to cheat. Oh, he's going to find someone else. Oh, it's the divorce is the divorce and you want to protect yourself in case of it. Yeah. But again, if she just said what she's trying to do, she's trying to protect her kids. But in case of divorce. Yeah. You without 
divorce, there is no prenup. There's I know, no postnup. They go hand uh, in hand. Obviously, and I totally understand that, right? But she is not explaining explaining it correctly. Well, she she does get to that because Hamza goes, I don't understand why we're always talking about divorce. And Memphis says, it's not about trust. I need to protect my kids. Mm. And that's when she says, if Hamza won't sign the paper, we won't get married because it's about protecting my kids. So she gets there eventually. I agree with you. She should always be leading with, this is just a way to protect my kids. Now, I say that, but in the same breath, it is really, divorce is divorce, no matter why you get divorced. And that's why you get the prenup is to protect against divorce. Yeah. So I... I agree well, with you and I disagree. that's not true. You don't protect against the divorce with a prenup. No, you protect yourself yeah. in case of divorce. But, so I hear what you're saying, but there's no way to talk about a prenup or a postnup without talking about divorce. True. They don't, they don't exist independently. One, 100%. Right? So you but have, again, you again, have to talk about I know divorce. this relationship is on speed, totally. Yes. But she should have gotten a lawyer way back in Michigan, they should have jumped on a Zoom call with a translator, explain everything, draw draw the paperwork, mm-hmm. right? Draft, whatever you call it. Yeah. And then go to Tunisia, see if you get married. And if you do, he would know what's going on. He could decide if he wants to sign it or not. It would be ready. And there is no problem. The fact that she keeps bringing this up literally days before the wedding Talking about a divorce, like imagine we someone was talking to you about a divorce the day before you get married. Yeah, I just think the whole thing is an issue because we shouldn't be talking about marriage or divorce the first time we meet each other. They should True. have just met each other, had a three week vacation. Oh, absolutely, hung out. absolutely. And I said this before. There's too. there's no rush. Why absolutely. are we? Why are we rushing? Nobody's pregnant. Right. Nobody is 80 years old. Absolutely. We're we're relatively young here. Let's take our time. That's the issue. I don't care about prenup or postnup or divorce or this. It's like, how about we just take our time and and we'll get to all of that eventually. For sure. Like she could have come on a vacation, get to know each other. If you do want to get married, go back to America, see how it's going for another two or three months. And then you can always fly back or he can come to the U.S. 100%. Yeah. They, for some reason, she really wanted to speed this up. Yeah. So Ravia is translating all this, hears all this, and her two senses, I wouldn't allow someone to force me to sign this kind mm-hmm. of paperwork, especially the night before the, mm-hmm. while you could hear the chanting oh, yeah. and the dancing outside, we're talking about this. That's not flying yeah. with Ravia. And I'm saying that too. And then Ravia said, you only care about your yourself and your children, mm-hmm. but what about Hamza? Because right. again, I'm sure she cares about Hamza and she says it, but the way she always explains these prenups and postnups, she doesn't mention Hamza in a way that, oh, this is to protect me and my kids. She is always saying, oh, if he leaves me for someone else in America, he gets nothing. Right. But she always turns the negativity on him. Well, she, she should say, hey, we could put things into this contract to protect Hamza as well. But listen, she is worried about herself and she is worried about her kids. She doesn't know Hamza well enough to be worried about him. 100%, but same for Hamza. Yeah, that's why I think this whole thing is ridiculous. It is. (laughs) 
the whole thing. I said it from day one. This whole three week thing is uh-huh. ridiculous. So it's hard for me to take the whole thing seriously. You need to give it more time. I'm just surprised that she's actually going I know. to do this. I still don't know if I believe it's going to go through. Well, let's see. I still don't know. Yeah. We'll I mean, see it like on the previews that they are at the altar. I know. Well, so the segment ends with Hamza going, all right, I'll sign the paper, but I hope this is the last time we talk about this. I don't want to hear yeah. about it again. Which and is good. Good for Hamza. Say that because it's true. I know. I know. It just seems like a lot of threats. Like you shouldn't be threatening mm-hmm. basically during your wedding as they're walking Absolutely. to the altar. She's like- threatening him as they're walking to the altar. Hey, if you don't sign this by the time we get to the altar, mm-hmm. we're not going through with it. It's like, really? This is how you want your wedding day to yeah. go? Yeah, I feel bad for Hamza. Yeah. I feel bad for everyone mm-hmm. involved. I feel bad for for Memphis, for her kids, for Hamza, for Hyatt, for I don't Hyatt, feel bad for, for Memphis. I mean, she brought this I to feel, herself. I feel bad for Memphis that she has this mindset, that she feels the need to rush. I feel bad for her that she feels the need to pressure someone into doing something they don't want to do. Like, the whole situation is bad. I feel, for, I feel bad for all parties involved. <laughs> I feel bad for Hamza. I feel like I understand Memphis's reasonings. I totally do. I just think, and she's a smart girl. She should have thought of all this way before. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Well, let's leave it at that. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, it is it's the juiciest segments of this entire episode. <laughs> all right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back with Ben, Mahogany, and Jose. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mahogany is with her dad, Jose. They're walking around Wakachina together. See, even without Ben, Mahogany can still enjoy the company of an older man. I mean, it's her dad, supposedly. Is it? I still still don't buy it. Do you? No. There was one part in this episode in this segment where I was like, oh, they are totally not father and daughter. What? What was it? He was talking about, like, he's like, oh, you're, you're like a great girl. And I was like, I don't know if that's how dads talk to their daughters. I mean, maybe it's a translation too. That's true. But it, was, it seemed very, no. it wasn't, it wasn't very familial. It was a little, they were talking a little bit like strangers, I thought. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't buy it. And it, what bothers me the most is that she speaks really good English. I know we say it every time. But it's I'm sorry, like, but it's, it's in a so way that she uses words that no beginners use. Mm. And I know it because I was a beginner. Yeah. And I definitely did not talk like her 11 years ago when I came to the States. I was happy I put a sentence together. But the fact that she uses, I forgot the words he, she said, but definitely more advanced words, her sentences make sense. She, her English seems to be way better than Julia and Brendan. Yeah. No, her English makes a lot of sense. The thing that doesn't make sense is why she goes from English to Spanish. It's like you're speaking perfect English and then all of a sudden you decide to switch yeah. to Spanish. And I think the reason it frustrates us so much is because we're trying to take notes. Yes. And we can go from kind of looking down, taking notes, to then it switches to Spanish and we have to look up to read the subtitles. And it just gets frustrating because it's like, you were speaking perfect English. Why did you switch? Yeah, well, the, yes, absolutely. But what's even more frustrating for me is that this is a game. This is not real. 
Mm. She's playing this, oh, I don't speak any English or my English is poor, but it's not. Right. Like then She's you never- whip then you whip a perfect freaking sentence and you have a little conversation and you go back to Spanish. And she's never spoken broken English. Exactly. So it's not like, oh, I'm speaking English. I'm speaking English. It's starting to break. It's starting to break. I'm going to go Spanish. It's like, I'm speaking perfect English and now I'm speaking Spanish. Like speak a little broken English if you have to. We're here for it. We're fine. Ben, they did something with a translator, right? And so she spoke to the translator in Spanish it said it in English and Ben didn't quite get it. So she said it in English. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. why don't you just say it in English? Yeah. Right, things, let's things get into this. Okay. So Jose wants to know how things have been going with Ben. And Mahogany says, well, here's the deal, dad. When we chatted, <laughs> when we chatted online, I was having fun. It was, you know, it wasn't too serious. Being a little flirty, maybe. Ben was apparently taking everything very seriously. But in the same time, she liked that he was mature. She doesn't yes. really get along with guys her own age or close to her age. And she really appreciated Ben's maturity. Yes. However, not showing up for breakfast was very immature. Not showing up for breakfast, mixing up his glitter bronzer with his non-glitter <laughs> bronzer. It Blaming was, everything on his exes. Yeah, it was it was all very immature. And that was a bit of a turnoff for her. Yeah. And then dad, he's like, you deserve more than Ben. His persona <laughs> is too old for you. <laughs> yeah, you're a wonderful you're a wonderful girl. You deserve more than that. Um you're a young girl with dreams and projects. Vitality. You have you have homework assignments due Monday and <laughs> a very stable babysitting job. Mahogany, like you deserve more than old Ben. He's like, virtual love is very complicated and most of these cases will fail. All yeah. right, Jose. Yeah. You seem to know a lot about this. Yeah. And then, and then he hits us with a quote from the Bible. He says, remember, in the Bible it says... Wise is the son who listens to the advice of the father. So Mahagon is the son. Mm-hmm. And she should listen to her father. Yes. not the sh- Her wannabe father. Not the sugar daddy. Okay. Listen to the, <laughs> the father. The fake daddy. Listen to, yes, TV dad, <laughs> not the sugar daddy. And so now Mahogany is starting to think twice. She's like, this, this Ben character, he's not the same guy in real life that I was talking to online. And the real guy, the real Ben, I'm not that interested in him. I'm, I'm kind of losing interest in him. Mm. Isn't it interesting that she's the only one who calls him Benjamin? Mm. Like he even introduced himself as Ben. Like he goes by Ben. Yeah, but she goes Benjamin. Yeah. Maybe she's trying to mature him because Ooh. Benjamin, well, Benjamin's kind of, I guess that sounds more childish to me. Benjamin. I get. I mean, I don't know if our listeners know, but your name is Jonathan. Yeah, and I feel like the only people that call me Jonathan would be my mom or you. When not that you're trying to treat me like a child, but you're you're trying to be like cute, like Jonathan. Yeah, sometimes, but I mean, you prefer John, so I'm not gonna call you Jonathan because that's not your preferred name. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I do love. I do love the name Jonathan. Like, this is a really nice name. It's a majestic name. It's a very majestic name. <laughs> yeah, some people hear 
words say what they want to say. You know, he may have said I'm Ben and she'd rather call him Benjamin for whatever reason. I don't know. I think sometimes people, when I talk about you, let's say in our like work chat, I think a lot of people think I misspell your name because you spell it J-O-N, like Jonathan. Yes. Yes. A lot of people think that I'm the foreigner who keeps forgetting to put H in her husband's name yeah. because then I have responses. People are like, oh, what did you and John, J-O-H-N, did this weekend? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I always refer to you as J-O-N. Right. So I, I feel like people just think I keep forgetting the H. I think because as you said, my name is Jonathan mm -hmm. and that's Jonathan without an H. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we digress. So Mahogany is kind of losing interest in Ben and as we all know, the quickest way to get a, a lady back interested in you is, is to dress like Mike TV from Willy Wonka. <laughs> okay? So this was great. This segment opened with Ben going, last night I got really frustrated at Mahogany's questions. But I totally thought he was going to say, last night I got really drunk and bought this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, before we started shitting at his big-ass fedora, I did like the sweater. Oh, okay, so that's, yeah, that's where we'll agree. The sweater was cool if it was just the sweater and jeans and... The sweater was cool. I would be lying if I said I didn't have a sweater similar to that. Like the sweater is very cool. Like a knitted yeah, yeah, yeah. pattern have it. sweater. Yeah, it was a bold choice to mix the sweater with the hat. Yeah, with the big ass fedora. That's where he looked a little cartoonish, a little characterish, mm -hmm. especially because the hat had like yeah, this, I was going to say the, the, the string. strap, the <laughs> string underneath that, you know, most children yeah. have on their. I mean, it's for the wind. On their Halloween costumes. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of interesting headwear choices on this mm. episode as well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he comes out wearing what I consider a Mike TV outfit from from Willy Wonka. Uh, maybe a nod to Juan <laughs> Valdez, but he's not in Colombia, so I don't know where he... You lost me, but keep going. Okay, I don't, I don't know <laughs> where he found this inspiration, but he's he's rocking it or he's trying to rock it. And basically he realized he accidentally stood up Mahogany's parents at breakfast. Yet. He didn't know they were there. Mm -hmm. So in his defense, he didn't know he was standing up Mahogany's parents, but he found out he did and he wants to make good on it. Yeah. So he's waiting to talk to the parents and he's a little nervous, but he's waiting and and waiting. Yeah, it's reminiscent. And waiting. It's reminiscent of the time he waited for Mahogany. Mahogany yeah. yeah just he loves to wait. With his tap water. Oh, tap, yeah. Tapping on the table. Tap, 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 tap. And the parents don't show mm -mm. but mahogany does she's alone and she says my dad couldn't come but he asked me to deliver this letter to you and so they open up the letter and it says for benjamin and it's in spanish the letter's in spanish of course so ben has no idea what it says <laughs> but mahogany i don't know if she can read Spanish. So she's like, uh, he just, he just can't today. Like basically that's all she says. And like Ben is like reading a little, he's like personal reasons. Yeah. He had a phone call or like a meeting <laughs> or and Mahogany, uh, he just, he just can't. Like they didn't read the letter at all. There was multiple no. sentences there yeah. and Mahogany's just like, he can't. It looked like Mahogany just did it real quick before she walked in 
to see Ben, but apparently in reality, dad is upset because Ben did not come for breakfast. Right. He feels Ben stood me up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand Ben up. I like it. Eye for eye. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. And so he hadn't heard from Mahogany. And that's why he thought, okay, it's no big deal if I don't show up to breakfast. I didn't hear from you. I'm not going to show up. I didn't know your parents were going to be there. So I kind of get what Ben is saying. This is probably the one time I'll side with Ben. Mm-hmm. It was like, he didn't know. He just, that's true. He didn't, he didn't know what he was doing. But why I don't side with Ben is because he said he didn't show up to breakfast because he was upset. He texted Mahogany 11 pages and she did not reply. Mm-hmm. That's why he, he didn't show up. How mature are you? Yeah, it was it was immature because then he goes, I wanted you to miss me. Yeah. Oh, my is, gosh. That whole thing was just so cringy. You guys are on vacation together and you're trying to play this. I want you to miss me. Bullshit. It's like it's you're not in a relationship and at home and have all the time in the world. It's like yeah, you're and, on this expensive vacation. And like Mahogany makes a face. She's like, why? And he's like, I want to feel wanted. Uh, yeah, that's. Oh, Ben. Yeah, that's. That's immature. Like he, he is the teenager in the relationship. 100%. 100%. Like, uh, it, it's so childish. Like he was being stubborn and didn't come to breakfast because she didn't read his 11 pages. Right. Get out of here. Right. And so Mahogany says, Benjamin in the chat is very different from the Benjamin now. And Ben didn't come clean about his past in the chat. And now that I know more about him... I look at him differently. And I get it. Sure. Oh, yeah. You got to have all the facts. Mm-hmm. And the facts are coming out now. And we can debate what those facts mean. We've said in the past, I don't really hold his past against him because, for one, we don't know the full story. For two, him and his first wife, it was somewhat of a cult like situation they mm-hmm. were in. And he ended up in this marriage and it didn't work out. Fine, not all marriages do. The second time with his younger significant other, Mm -hmm. she wasn't interested in the kids. Yeah. And so he was like, well, if you're not going to be a part of my kid's life, I don't want to be a part of your life. I kind of respect that. So this is all coming out in Mahogany's like, oh, I didn't know about this in the past. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm going to say if you're dating someone for three months... You don't necessarily need to share all this right away. Yeah. But if you're flying across the world, you probably should say something, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so it's a little bit of an awkward situation. Yeah. Mahogany's like, look, I just came to deliver my father's yeah. note. Which yeah. I didn't even want to be here. I know it could have been a text message. I know I could have just texted <laughs> this to you, but my dad wrote a lovely note. So that's it. I don't want to stay here. I just want to give you this note. And with that, she gets up and she leaves. Yeah. And Ben is like, well, she's obviously out. It is what it is. Yeah. She uh, she hasn't connected with me. She's out. Uh, It's clear she doesn't want to be here. So we pick it up. It's a new day. Ben's packing up to leave Wacachina. It's time to head back to San Bartolo. And... We think it's going to be another awkward three-hour car ride. He does think that as well. But he's also looking forward to mandatory alone time. 
Which sounds so creepy. It's so creepy. Mandatory alone time. Yeah, it sounds like something you have in like your fifth grade class. Oh my gosh. Like mandatory so reading time. I'm it's telling man- you, like he's so behind. Look mentally. Mandatory alone time. Uh, ew. All right. Ew, ew. Red flag. Red yeah, flag. so many. So many. <laughs> so, so another red flag. Ben puts his party city hat on and <laughs> he, he goes to knock on Mahogany's door and who opens the door? A half-naked guy in sunglasses. Right. He looked like Mahogany ordered a male stripper. And I honestly, I wish that it was a guy Mahogany hooked up with last night and mm-hmm. they're just waking up, but... No, he's like, uh, no mahogany. This is my room. Yeah, Ben's like, oh, did she leave? Like, w- yeah. where's her car? Like, it's like this guy doesn't he, know. Like Ben was like, uh, is there a girl? Yeah. In the room? Yeah. Dude, you. Uh, yeah. I don't think that was fake. Like that guy did not look like he was casted. He looked like no, he literally yeah. was in that room and was just as shocked as we were. Yeah. So Ben's like, all right, well, she's not here. He starts running all around the resort, finally goes to the front desk and is like, a young woman uh, left this morning. Uh, uh." And the concierge looks up the name in the room. It's like, no, she left last night. (laughs) She took off off her and her dad and her her TV mom. Yeah, yeah, they all left last night. Ben is just like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm stuck in Wacachino. Uh, how do I get to San Bartolo? And the concierge is like, well, yeah, you, you're kind of out of luck here. Um, you can get a cab, I guess, but it's going to be 250 us dollars. And Ben's like, well, there's, there's no other option. There's, there's definitely no production van I can get into. Exactly. Which (laughs) 260 or $50 for like a three hour ride is not crazy. It sounds pretty affordable. Yeah. Actually. If it was in the US, it would be like $2,000. Yeah. And tip. I was actually expecting it to be much more, but he's like, that's my only other option. So let's do it. Mm -hmm. I remember this is, uh, a fun fact, not a fun fact, but it used to be an opera. I told you once I went with a family to Greece, right? And they had a house like four hours south or five hours south of Athens. And I was going to fly back to the Czech Republic. There was no train. There was no bus. So I had to take a cab. It was about 450 euros. Jeez. Mm-hmm. That's they pretty, paid half of it. That's a pretty penny. But still, yeah, so... Yeah, you had no production van you can get I did into. not. I really, literally <laughs> you had... You were literally because, alone. Yeah, there was no way for me to get anywhere else. And so I had to take a cab, five-hour cab ride. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, ben is shocked, understandably, and says, this is immature. This is showing her age. And he doesn't understand what happened yesterday that could turn into this. I kind of agree. You drive someone three hours yeah. to Wakachini. You should be there to bring them back. Oh, yeah. Or at least if things are so bad, just tell them, say, hey, I don't want to drive with you. I don't want to spend any more time with you. I'm going to pack my seven leaf. I'm so sorry. I hope you can get back. Yeah. I know it's still rude, but at least give him a at heads up. At least let him know. Yeah. Make him sit in the back seat and tell him to be quiet. Yeah. But to leave the guy somewhere. And I know there's production. And so he really wasn't stranded. But that's that's pretty shitty. But you have to 
you have to forget the production. Like they're trying to make it as real as possible. But if you were, but if you were really in a bad situation where you're like, I need to get the hell out of here, you would go. I know, I know there's a van that he can get into. Like worst case, I know there's a van he can get into. My point or my question is, what did happen to make her take off in the middle of the night? Mm. It it was bad. It was a bad date, but it wasn't, I'm going to leave you stranded somewhere bad. I just don't think that she was vibing him. I think she... Just pictured the three-hour ride in oh her head. <laughs> yeah. And I think she was just like, oh, hell no. Or like, you leave, let your parents drive them home. Because <laughs> the parents are there. <laughs> so you guys are taking, now you're taking two cars. You're making Ben take a third car. Like, yeah, I don't know. Well, she the packed parents. and left. Yeah, maybe the parents got to her and were like, you, you should not be in a car with this man. Yeah. Mandatory alone time with this oh, man. Ew, ew. It's not ew, good. Ew. Okay. Last couple. Of the episode. Last but not least. Not least. Mike and Jimena. So Jimena's with her mom and her sister and they're talking about Mike and wondering how things are. Mm -hmm. Jimena says not good. And her mom is like, speaking of Mike, where is he? I don't don't see him. I smell him. (laughs) I smell him, but I, I don't see him. Where is he? And Amanda goes, I make him sleep in a separate room. So he's alone. He's alone there. And mom cannot believe this. Even the sister is like, oh, him and us being really tough on Mike. A, yeah, a separate room. You guys are supposed to get married, didn't Me? you? You banged a guy in a prison cell, didn't <laughs> Right? Like you did some prison type glory hole where he puts his penis through the cell bars, but you won't sleep in the same room as... Mike? And Amanda's like, well, marriage is scary and I need to think about things and, you know, marriage is being tied up and and not with the ropes and handcuffs like I usually like. It's it's being <laughs> tied up in the not so fun sort of way. So that's why we're doing separate rooms right now. Yeah. And he meant, I was like, I don't even know if I want to marry him. Yeah, things, and, yeah and, things have changed. And mom is like, you're making me worried. Because mom knows that all of that, all of that surrounding her is paid yes. by Mike. She knows where her meal ticket comes And mom from. is like, just like that from night to day? Yeah. It's I, like, w- no, mom, it's been taking, it's been going on for a while. But he made us like, yes, well, yes. Well, here's what happened, mom. Here's an example of the things I have to deal with. In this relationship, just yesterday, his shoes were dirty and he put them in the washing machine because he's a filthy person. Mm, I mean, you can wash sneakers in your washing machine, not with your clothes. I mean, he bought that washing machine. He can do whatever he wants with it. Exactly. I mean, I do wash my sneaks in a washing machine, but I wash it them separately and then I clean the washing machine. It's loud as hell. You better put some earplugs it's in. It's really like, loud. Like, yeah. Well, I saw, I just recently saw this one thing on Amazon I'm going to buy. There was like these like fluffy bags for a washing machine that you put your sneaks in. Oh, that's good. And they have these like fluffy things inside that they clean it. That's great. But they don't bang the washing machine. That's great. So I'm going to get it. But yeah, I mean... It's not filthy if you do it right and if you clean the washing machine afterwards. I have pills to clean it. To be fair. These tablets. He did step in shit. Yeah, that's true. And, and that's then gross. he put it in. I can also see him washing his shoes with his shirts and undies. 
all together. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. that, that, that's filthy. That could be why he smells so bad is <laughs> he's just mixing all of his clothes in with dog shit. But that's neither here nor there. There's another issue. Mom, he stares at me strange when we're sleeping. I mean, that's kind of creepy. That's a little, that's mm. a little creepy. So, mm. so Amanda's mom's like, we'll talk to him. See what kind of solution you can find. He, he cares about this. He's here for you. He makes a nice home for you. And he doesn't care that you have kids with different guys. Yeah. He pays for things. It's <laughs> very accepting. And mom is like, Jimena doesn't think like a rational person. Yeah. Yeah. He, mom knows. Mom, mom is into the cash. Well, but also I'm sure that we know that Jimena has a child with a guy in a prison, right? Yeah. And I'm sure mom knows it too. Oh, yeah. So here comes Mike, right? The guy who does everything for her. He pays for everything. He flies over there. He accepts the kids. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a mom, you like that. Yeah, being stared at, yeah. uh, being Dutch ovened, it's a small price to pay mm-hmm. for having everything else paid for. Yeah. But I understand if you're not attracted to someone, if you're annoyed with someone and they have habits that annoy you, I mean, yeah, yeah. it's, it's there, not going to There are work. no amount of kitchen appliances someone could buy you <laughs> to, to put up with that. Yeah. At a and that's point. why you don't get along with everyone. It's not like, oh, you see a person and you date them. You need to find the right person to get along with, right? And it takes time. Yeah. And as Jimena puts it lately, she's very young. <laughs> so, okay, later that day, Jimena's with Juan David and Harold Steven. Mike's alone, and Jimena's mom comes in to the room to feed him some apples and to have a little talk mm-hmm. with him. And Mike says, I feel like we're going backwards. Jimena and I were going backwards. And I'm wondering if I should worry about that. And mom's like, yeah, like I've noticed that as well. She shouldn't be that cold to Mm -hmm. you. You're you're a good person. Yeah. So the mom is taking Mike's side on this. Yeah. And so Mike asks for some advice. And mom's advice is be patient. Yes. Because she's never had a serious relationship before. Mm. So she has no idea what it's like. To be in a committed, serious relationship. And Mike didn't know that. Well, I don't know. This is great. You can see him become so hopeful. He's Mm -hmm. like, I'm the first? This is great. And then mom says something that I was like, oh, gee. She goes like, hopefully Jimena sees that he's a good opportunity Uh, for her and the kids. Uh, Not that he's a good partner. He's a good father. He's a good man. No. That he is a good opportunity. And that's all he is to them. I know. It's so clear. And it's it's never been more clear than when you use a word like that. Mm-hmm. But you listen to the conversations Amanda and her mom has. It is not like, oh, you love him. You guys have so much fun together. It's, oh, he accepts you. He mm-hmm. provides for you. Yeah, he's a good opportunity. Yeah. Like, to compare it to my parents, if I, if I told my parents, oh, I'm... Yeah, it's not working out. Yeah, no, but I mean, he he pays for my stuff. My parents would be like, uh, no, that's dumb. Like, get out of, of the course. relationship. Like, you deserve happiness, and so does this person, right? Of course. So that's kind of sad. But then Mike goes to the translator. He's like, thank you very much, dude. That's the one sentence you actually know how to say right, in Spanish. You, you could have like, said. Like, muchas gracias. You, you say it all the time. Right. As long, he didn't say... 
Te amo. He didn't tell mom, uh, true. which is good. He I mean, say, he could have. Yeah, that's very that's, 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 that's true too. It's a mom. The thing we did learn here, which we shouldn't gloss over, is Mike said this is his first serious relationship too. Oh, he did say that. Yeah, mom was like, oh, this is Amanda's first serious relationship, so take it with a grain of salt. And Mike's like, oh, really, mine too. Mike's- oh, we kind of knew that. Like, he was saying that he never already had a relationship, so. I get, but you're 34 and your first serious relationship is with a woman in another country who's using you for money? That's that's a little sad. That's no bueno. <laughs> All right, new night. Mike and Jimena, they're in a cab heading out. Jimena looks less than thrilled. She couldn't look any less thrilled to this be is where she typical, is. typical, uh, the look that you mentioned earlier with the bandana. Her prison mic look. Her prison mic look. Yeah, well, so I may not be the biggest fan of it, but Mike's like, you are so pretty today. And then he's like. <laughs> How about me? And me? Oh, Mikey. Jimena gives a thumbs up. That is her response to And Mike's he's like, you look the same. A thumbs up, yeah. I mean, he does look the same because apparently he loves skulls. Loves skulls. Because he's wearing a yellow shirt this time with a black skull. Yeah, that's his vibe. Well, I guess his vibe. he probably went to a store and they had a sale on t-shirts with skulls mm-hmm. and he bought them all. Yeah, that's his wardrobe. That's his vibe, yeah. So Mike wanted to take Jimena out, just the two of them, to, to play some pool games, as he says. Mm. And... While they're in the car, Mike's like, so I was talking to your mom and she told me that I'm your first real relationship. And Amena's response, lie. I've had several serious relationships. What happens is I get bored with the relationship. And Mike goes, okay, if you get bored, then why do you want to get married? Which is a fantastic question Mm -hmm. coming from Mike. Very impressed with this line of questioning. And Jimena says, well, you wanted to get married quick. In reality, I don't want to. Run, Michael, run. And, and same will. for Jimena. He will. <laughs> same for Jimena. Just run away from each other. And Mike's like, okay, well, your mom said I should be patient with you. And Jimena tells the camera, I'm young. I just want to have fun. Maybe in the future, I'll sacrifice my freedom. Oh, my gosh. That is not what marriage is, Jimena. That is never what marriage has been. And if that's the way you look at marriage, well, then you should not be getting and married. And hey, we can tell you, and I'm sure many of you guys can as well, marriage is fun. Yeah. Marriage is fucking fun. Yeah. And you're not losing your freedom. No. When you're you're gaining a partner to go do things with. You're gaining your ultimate best friend. Hopefully. That, yeah. Hopefully. And that's fun, Jimena. And if yes. it's not Mike, that's fine. You just need to tell him that and move on. Right. So they get to this bar. They're playing pool. And Mike's acting like her shadow oh a little my gosh. bit. Following her around the table. Yeah, he's like a lost puppy. Crop dusting her. And she has to tell him, stop following me. I mean, when you play pool, you don't follow the person. You try to be on the other side to kind of see what you're doing. Give them some space so they can shoot the ball. So again, kind of getting on her nerves. They sit down to talk and Mike's like, isn't this fun? Just us. And Jimena... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> read the read the room, Jimena. She can't even be like, yeah, this is a good time. She goes, no, because my kids come first before you. And for me, having fun with my kids is the best. 
Oh my gosh. Like this whole thing uh, was just so cringy. Like that's great. It's a, it's a nice sentiment. Sure. Your kids do come first and you can have fun with your kids, but just say like, yeah, this is fun. He didn't say, isn't this fun? Isn't this better? Isn't this better than you hanging out with your kids? He just said, isn't this fun? Just us. I almost feel like she's so fed up with him. So annoyed that every single opportunity she has to hurt him a little, she yeah. does. Yeah. She, yeah. She gone are the days of trying to be pleasant yeah. or trying to just give him a little decency. It's like, no, this isn't fun. Just yeah. so blunt, so rude. Mike doesn't even know how to respond. <laughs> so he goes, all right, I got to ask. You don't love me. You say you need space. I feel like your feelings changed when I stopped saying yes to buying things for you. And Amanda's like, what? You have done things I don't like. That's what changed my feelings. And by the way, you still pay my rent. So that's <laughs> not it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh. But that's not it. He goes like, you know what? Today, our relationship is over. Everything is over. Yep. He goes, from now on, we'll just be friends. And man's like, all right, friends, don't send me money. Don't help me. I'll pay for my own things. And Mike's like, all right, that's it. After all this time, we'll just be friends. And Amanda goes, yeah, you'll no longer be my boyfriend. I'll no longer be your girlfriend. We'll be friends if you want. And Mike goes, all right, call a cargo ship, call a cargo plane. <laughs> Whatever I paid for, I'm taking back to New York. And Amanda's like, you can take it all. Today, our relationship is over. Everything is over. And Mike takes off, first walking and then running. Finally, the scene we've been waiting for. Classic Paul move. For an entire season. Classic Paul move. Just, yeah, he runs straight into an alley. <laughs> and that's where it ends. Yes, but we saw the juicy previews and, oh, I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, this this one is not going to end. A lot. I, there was a lot of surprising proposals mm -hmm. or saying I will get married or grand gestures, redemption songs yeah. from Usman. This I don't think is going to end in a surprising fashion. No, it's going to end bad. This is going to end bad. No surprises there. Yeah. All right. What an episode. This is teeing up what I think may be the finale. If not, two more at yeah. most before the tell-all. And there's definitely going to be two tell-alls, I'm going to say. If there's two, then this next episode's the next one. Because Cause I would, the next season I starts. I would think yeah. for this season was juicy. It yeah. was a massive season, at least I think, and I really enjoyed it. If Darcy and Stacey had two tell-alls, if these guys have one, then I don't get how. Yeah, I should be able to check. Let's do a little let's do a little checking right now. Do it. I don't know if I how far in advance I can look. Let me see. You, I'll I'll check. I'm gonna too. look up the TLC schedule. Let's see. I'm gonna go to go TLC schedule. Okay, here we go. We go to Sunday, March twenty seventh. Scrolling down to eight PM. Cold and calculated is the episode. Okay, so that's a normal episode. That's as far as I can get. I, I, That's it? I can't get to any... F I can only get to one week. That's one, it? Yeah, I can only get to one week ahead. I thought I could get to more, but I can't. Okay. Oh, let me see. 
Okay, Therese oh, is going right. to check now. Um, I think, uh, the tw- yeah, I can't get to April. Can't you can? Get- no, I cannot. Yeah, you're right. right. Same thing here. Ah, we tried. Not for a lack of effort, folks. E- we'll right. see. Stay tuned. We'll stay tuned. That's it, guys. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. We'll keep you posted there. We always do. Chat with us. Message us. Check out the memes, the news. It's all there at Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Also on Facebook. Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you listen. So easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button. Guys, smash it. It's smash it like it's as hot as the hot spring. There you go. Gino and Jasmine were swimming at. That's a hot smash right there. Yes. Also, thank you again for the reviews. We appreciate it so much when you take the time to leave a review, when you take the river time to leave a review. Thank you, River Time. That was a, <laughs> that was a beautiful review. That was a beautiful thank review, you. my new favorite review. And that is it. I have said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. You sure have. All right. That means we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.